joining Tom Panos, John McGrath, Million Dollar Agent Podcast. We're back, second week of the year, John. Welcome back. Happy New Year, Tom. Happy New Year. Uh, John, I hope you have your best year ever. I uh, hope our um, listeners have their best year ever. Undoubtedly. But how was your break to start with? It was uh, very good. I uh, holidayed on the Gold Coast till uh, the 5th of January. And uh, last week, I actually ran uh, 14 real estate gym sessions to agents, 14. Fantastic. to agents on the Gold Coast. It is their busy time, and we did every group on um, uh, how to get more vendor-paid advertising and how to build a brand. So I've got to tell you, John, I feel really excited. I, it hasn't been a January where I think the mood and sentiment has been as good as it's been in recent Un- Unequivocally. Times. If you're in real estate, this is the best 12 months that I have seen as a setup period ever in the 30 years that I've been in it anyway. I think the economy's going in our way. Uh, most markets are either in recovery or about to. I mean, South East Queensland, where you were, I have no doubt the next three years that will be the hottest market in Australia. You look at all the graphs, most other markets have started to move. South East Queensland has kind of stayed there. Yeah. And I think you'll find that Brisbane, Sunny Coast, Gold Coast, and, and the rest of Queensland as well uh, are in for a huge year. So in real estate, there are zero excuses. There are never any excuses, but there's even less excuses now than there's been in the past. You've uh, enjoyed your break, John. You uh, uh, yeah. had some time. Did you go away? or you? No, no, I stayed around. I find, you know, I live in Sydney, as most people know, and I find Sydney's kind of a nice place around Christmas and New Year. It sort of gets a bit quieter. A lot of people leave. It's easy to get around. So it's a really good spot. But one of the things I was thinking about as I was driving here this morning, Tom, for the podcast is, I mean, what a great asset holidays are and I'm not the world's best holiday taker I haven't been I'm getting a little bit better Um, and I think like a lot of people there's always fun at work and there's always deals to be done and there's a bit of guilt attached sometimes or there has been in the past with getting away and and I yet I thought about it how great I feel now perhaps compared to a couple of weeks ago just from having a little bit of space you know a few swims in the ocean you know just a a few long walks that I probably didn't give myself time to do during the year and the thinking that I've done over the break, I think I've redesigned our business to probably do twice what it was going to do last year in the future, you know, as, as a future concept, because I just had that space and I've been listening to podcasts in, in a relaxed environment. When I go for long walks, I'll often listen to podcasts like people might be doing now, reading books, sitting down at cafes, taking notes. And I just had that mindset and that energy. So. I just want to remind everyone, and I'm reminding myself and you in the process of this, that let's make sure you don't just have one holiday a year. Have a few mini breaks. A lot of people say, well, I've got a busy year ahead, and that's fantastic, but it's not going to hurt you to have perhaps a long weekend, and that could be a Sunday, Monday for sales agents, perhaps. I know Sunday's a, Saturday's a busy day. Or it could be the Easter period. Maybe you take that week between sort of Easter and Anzac Day and you have make it a 10-day break. Give yourself time because the small investment in time you give, you'll get rewarded tenfold in more productivity, better ideas. So, you know, I'm, I'm feeling great. It's funny, John, it's funny you say that because I was getting a, a, a massage uh, over the uh, holidays and I remember uh, the masseuse turned around and, you know, we, as, as she was uh, massaging away, um, she said, oh, uh, this, she found out what I did and um, auctions and real estate and she said, oh, what you'll find is that this massage is probably going to help you get your budget. Yeah. <laughs> I just found it really interesting. It was the fact that, and, and you're saying 
exactly that point that don't feel guilty about refueling, retransforming, setting your GPS unit for the next 12 months. It's actually a good thing stepping away. 100%. And, and you know, funny you use the, the, the massage metaphor or, or, or example because Gay Waterhouse came and spoke to our staff last year and she, she talked about some of her things that she does. She has a massage every day, 10 a.m. every day. She gets up at 3, she goes to work, comes home at 10, has a massage and goes back to work for the rest of the day till about 6. But that is one of the things that she does. So what we're talking about here for the listeners is what are the things you can do during each week or during the year that keeps you at peak state? Because you know, first-class athletes don't run at full pace 24-7. Yeah. They prepare themselves once a week or once a season or every Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. if you're a footballer. Um, there is the time for you to perform at your peak. In between times, they refresh themselves, recharge themselves, nurture themselves. So, And again, I'm, I'm talking to myself as much as anyone here because... I've probably been uh, guilty of doing talking about it more than doing it in years gone by. As I said, I am getting better, but um, I find one of the great ways to to uh, uh, do more of what you think you should be doing is you know talk about it, reminding yourself. Absolutely, constantly. I think John, this podcast, to be honest with you, in many ways, uh, I'm, I feel like I'm doing it for myself. Like I know that I've got, I've got my car in due for a, for a service, and I, sometimes I think to myself, my car gets better servicing than myself. My car has pit stops. Yeah. My car has um, times that it's uh, tuned up and, and fixed. And I think that what you're saying is, here's a good opportunity now to actually calendar what gets scheduled, gets done, put in those things, put in those appointments, those mini breaks at this time of the year for the next 12 months, whether it's your massages, whether it's your two to three day breaks going away to the coastal areas or going overseas, now's a good time to get it scheduled and in your diary. 100%. And just before we go into this week's topic or this year's topic, there's three little things that I, I sort of, little Christmas gifts, I guess, I sort of found for myself or gave myself over the break. Number one is you can get now, there's a lot of them, I, I happen to buy a little Bose, these little um, speakers, mini speakers, they're wireless, Bluetooth, yeah. so you can carry them anywhere with you, put them in the boot of your car, you can have them in a park, you can have them in your house, in any room, and off podcasts, you can play music or, or podcasts, so now every morning in my bathroom while I'm having a shower, I just take out the little speaker, turn my podcast phone on, and I hit and I play Seth Godin and, and all sorts of great podcasts. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting that information while I'm in the shower and I'm shaving and I'm, and I'm thinking about my day and I'm getting inspired. So check out, go to any, any of these, you know, stores. JB Hi-Fi. JB or... Hi-Fi is actually where I bought mine, Dick Smith, any of those stores, and look at. And, you know, they can be anything from $100 to five or $600, and they're really fabulous. So you sort of little mobile miniature speakers, and they're only the size of, you know, uh, a notepad kind of thing. They're pretty small. Uh, that was number one. Um, number two is a friend of mine wrote an ebook called I Am Food. I Am Food. Her name's Anthea Kaluris. She's a uh, great naturopath and well, she unfortunately. She's smart because she's got a Greek surname. She, she's Greek. Okay, uh, so that's about her. Guys, drop your pants, stop, <laughs> have a listen to this, this, this part of the podcast. So Anthea's a naturopath and she's just released a, a, a book and the hard copy's coming out, but I think there's a soft copy somewhere out there. If you go to her website, her company's called Ovio. And um, because I often struggle with. I mean, I cook a little bit, but not as much as I'd probably like to. And, and she's got a, a chapter in a book about how to prepare fresh vegetables simply, quickly, and tastily. And it's got things like, you know, broccoli mash and all sorts of great, these delicious recipes that are so easy to prepare. And so I spent like kind of the whole break every day inventing this whole new vegetable dish. So that was fabulous and it was fun to do. So um, go and get I Am Food and download that. 
or if, if the book, when the book comes out, go and get that. The third thing is Chip Eichelberger, who's going to be speaking at ARIC. He's one of our keynote speakers. He's, he's, he's a good friend of mine, and he's worked with Tony Robbins for years, and, and I think people that get to ARIC will, will get an enormous resource. And I watched one of his podcasts on, on his website, and um, he talked about this amazing health smoothie that he does every day. And so I've now got into every single day of the break, I've got into this great health smoothie, you know, with sort of organic almonds and organic milk and fresh fruit and uh, psyllium husks and all these sort of great things. And, and that's kind of replaced breakfast for me. And it's so quick and so healthy and I feel so energized. So just there were three little things that I got over the break. They were little gifts that I found for myself. And, uh, you know, I, I'd love everyone to think about because they're three things I'm going to take through the whole year. Yeah more great vegetables, daily smoothie, and the, the little speaker in the morning. What other things? So, you know, as you're listening to this, perhaps think about what are the things that you've discovered, come across, um, that you can incorporate into your daily routine yeah. so you can be more effective and productive. And people say, well, yeah, this is a real estate show and you're talking about vegetables. Well, you know, guess what? Feeling great, being energised, looking your best is one of the key parts to being successful in sales. Yeah, so, I, I was going to say it's really interesting because a lot of people set, this is a time of the year where people set goals, particularly New Year's Day is a big, a, a big day where you know people go off and I'd say fitness first and any time fitness would hit their, their big budgets of, of the year because January is a time. But I know also where you talk about fitness, I've worked out in my own life, and I look at other people, there's always one big push goal, that if you get that goal, it seems to help your other goals. It has a, a domino effect. It appears that that goal seems to help everything else. And there's no question about it. You and I that talk to a lot of real estate people, you as a CEO of one of the greatest real estate companies in Australia that's got more million dollar riders um, that I can think of, right? These people here have got this common goal where Energy and fitness does affect the number of listings and how many sales they make each year, doesn't it? Oh, a hundred percent. And a lot of people think that real estate is just about doing the stuff. It's about how you do the stuff. The energy, the intention, the belief, all those sort of hidden things are so critical. And it's funny you mentioned that thing about the gym. A friend of mine used to run a gym, and she told me that the number of people that came in in the first week of the new year was not so surprisingly enormous. She said 25% of them bought the membership and never turned up. So can you believe, they actually had the, had the epiphany that I've got to get fit, I've got to get healthy, what a great inspiring thought. They took the action, they went down, they signed up, they gave a credit card and then didn't follow through. And yet if they'd have got there five times yeah. over a couple of weeks period, they would have got into the routine, they would have been feeling better, looking better. People would start saying, geez, Tom, you're looking better. Yeah. And that inspires you to go to the next level. So they were kind of like, five to ten gym visits away from getting fit because yeah. the rest of it then becomes fun. It goes from being painful, this is sore, I'm not feeling any different to I felt yesterday to all of a sudden, wow, I'm enjoying it, I'm getting the endorphins, I'm looking better. Three people mentioned to me yesterday how I'm looking the best they've seen me. So really important. So it'd be interesting to touch on some ways of keeping New Year's resolutions or commitments. I thought about this. Yeah, so let's talk about that because we're in the middle of January and I think that for some people, they've hit the messy middle. They've set the goals. They've been pumped. They're excited. Some people even wrote them down. Some people followed the rules of saying you've got to write it down. They've put a deadline. They've used the formula. They've made it a smart goal. They've done all of that. But they're also now finding that messy, uncomfortable feeling of being making it a habit. 
how do we, John, how do we stop these people breaking the resolution for the 10th year in a row? I, I think a couple of things from my experience, Tom, is one is just starting it is critical. As I said about the gym, you know, it's great to get the membership, buy the gym shoes, think about it, plan it, go and download some routines. But at the end of the day, just going there this afternoon in a pair of joggers and doing something is the most important part. So just starting really critical. Number two, I find, is public declarations or commitments. Now, I'm not talking about putting them in the Daily Telegraph, but I'm saying sometimes if you, if you say to your PA or you say to your husband or wife or you say to your kids or a couple of your friends, hey, I'm going to go all January and not drink any alcohol or I'm going to lose five kilos over the next 30 days. Yeah. By making a public commitment, it ups the ante. Yeah. It, it puts more skin in the game. Because a lot of people, they keep all their goals to themselves and their, their commitments. They don't tell anyone. So kind of who are they letting down? Well, themselves, which is damn disappointing. But at the end of the day, they're kind of not embarrassing themselves out there. So that would be the second thing for me. Third thing for me would be measure it and keep it displayed up front. So whether it's weight, go in the scales once a week. Maybe you put it on your dressing table mirror. You know, I'm, I'm 84 kilos, 83, 82. Because... It's like a to-do list, crossing them off. There's something energising about the process of actually tracking that. And um, two more things for me, Tom. One is accountability. Make yourself accountable to someone. Get a coach, get a personal trainer, whatever it is that you might be struggling with or you might be concerned about letting yourself down, find a way to have someone to help keep you on track. Even if you've got to pay for them, which you will in some instances, do it. And the final thing is be realistic about a lag time. You haven't been to the gym in 2013. You go two or three times in 2014. You're not going to achieve much other than feeling sore. You're not going to lose kilograms. You're not going to lose inches off your waist. But you will after five or 10 or 15 visits. So don't expect miracles overnight. But I'll guarantee you there'll be miracles over time. But you've got to stick at it. So sometimes people have an unrealistic expectation. Could be prospecting. Let's come back to the real estate world that we're talking about here. They go out, they make 20 calls today, 20 tomorrow, 20 the next day. At the end of the week, they're saying, I didn't get a, a decent lead. I didn't get myself into a door, so they stop it. Yeah. It could have been the fourth call next Monday that was going to get them into a million-dollar listing. But you've got to keep going until you get the results and just trust the process. So hopefully there's a few little tips there that might help people actually make this the year that they break through, disappointing themselves, and they get to the point. Because this is the year for so much change. This is a, a fantastic year ahead for us. Okay, so John, in summary, I think what you're saying and what we're agreeing is that um, the first 30 days are going to be hard. The next 30 days might be um, strange, but if you turn this into a habit and if you use in that four to six week period uh, accountability, stating it publicly to people, mm-hmm. if you accept... Which is a form of accountability, by the way, as well. Correct. Um, and if you accept that it's going to... and The more I think about it, but John, it is going to be uncomfortable, but all the good things in your life happen outside of your comfort zone, don't they? Correct. Or everything, anything that's good. Like if you look at it, a salesperson putting on a PA, they've gone out of their comfort zone. In growing your property portfolio, you've taken out debt, you've gone out of your comfort zone. Um, getting fitter, you've trained harder, or you've lifted more weights, or you've walked longer, or you've ran. Everything good seems to happen outside of your comfort zone, and in many ways, we're saying embrace the discomfort 
because you know that it'll be a habit before you know it. Yeah, exactly right. And, and along the way, Tom, if you can find a few little things to support you as well, and I love quotes and sayings, as you know, and I know you're the same as me, and I have them on my shower wall, and I have them in my diary, and I'm always looking for them. Um, there's a great one, I remember Les Brown that spoke at Eric many years ago, who was a big hit when he came out here. Um, inspirational black American speaker. And he said, and I think it's a great saying, nothing tastes as good as feeling great feels. I love that. So when you go to have a chocolate bar, and that's one of my guilty pleasures, I, I sort of, I have a sweet tooth, so that's that's something that I'm, I've, I have had, had no sugar over the last two weeks, so I'm, I'm sort of part of the New Year's resolution as well. But, you know, I keep saying to myself, nothing tastes as good as feeling great feels. And, and so think about trying to find some little quotes. You go into Google, Google helps you. Just inspirational quotes about commitment, inspirational quotes about discipline, about diet or whatever, and you will find. And again, Pinterest nowadays is a fantastic, I know Troy and I, we try and post most of our Facebook posts also, the visual ones, obviously on Pinterest. Um, it's, it's a really good space. So that was it. And, and, and Tom, the other thing, you know, you and I were just talking before we went to air. You know, as I mentioned, one of the beautiful things about having a break is you have more time. More time allows space for you to do stuff that inspires you. And I was thinking as we come back, because you and I both take this podcast very seriously, because we want the listeners there to grow every part of their life, including their real estate business. There's only three reasons, I thought, over the break, that you don't have everything you want. And you can talk about business, you can talk about outside of business, you can talk about investments, health, relationships, real estate sales, whatever you want to talk about, or everything. And I think there, number one is, you don't yet have clarity around what it is. And a lot of people don't. You say, some people, hey, hey, Joe, what's a great year look like this year in 2014 for you? And they stare at you with a blank stare. And, you, and so I'm automatically thinking, well, you don't actually know what a great year looks like. Yeah. What would great health look like for you, Joe? Well, I'd weigh 75 kilos. I'd be running 30 minutes a day. I'd be stretching every morning. I'd be meditating once a day. Great. Now you've got clarity. And that doesn't mean you're doing it yet, but at least you've got clarity. So number one is get real clarity around what an ideal life and what a successful business looks like for you. Number two is simply you haven't done what it takes to manifest that clarity. So it's great saying, well, you know, a great business for me would be selling 10 a month, which means listing 15 a month. And I'm saying, well, what's, what prospecting are you doing? You're saying, well, I'm not. Well, come on, you guy, you've got to get off your backside. You've got to go and do the stuff that you need. So clarity is important and then doing the stuff. The third thing is some people say, well, I think I'm kind of doing the stuff. So my third, I guess, refinement would be you may not yet have become the person you need to become to attract that into your life. I'll give you a quick example, Tom. You can be out there prospecting, and that could be shaking hands, meeting people, going to networking lunches. But if you're doing it with a negative intention, a bad attitude, um, with distracted mind, um, with baggage, chips on your shoulder or whatever, you could be doing the stuff, but you're doing it in a manner that is not allowing people to really want to connect with you. So one is get clarity around what a great life and what a great real estate year looks like in 2014. Two is then start doing the stuff that it takes to make that happen. And three is make sure you evolve yourself to become the person that is going to befit and attract that stuff into your life. And it might sound simple, but I don't think it's much more complex than that. I think, John, you've summed it up when you said before you earn a seven-figure GCI income, you must become a seven-figure agent. And becoming it is an inside job, isn't it? Yeah. Things get better on the outside when you get better on the inside. 
But I want to touch on that, that clarity because I'm absolutely convinced, John, when there is clarity and you have clear intention, when you're madly in love with the goal, when the reasons why you get that goal mean so much to you, you'll spring out of bed. Yes. When you set a goal to say, oh, I want to, I want to, when you ask someone, what's your goal? And they sort of say, oh, I want to earn 300 grand or 400 grand. And you can tell that that is something that they've said, but it's not something that's in their DNA. It's not something that they've got a, a, a deep brain tattoo on. You can tell that this thing's going to wither away when a small obstacle comes up. Yeah. You know? So Another to- great quote I heard around that, Tom, was commitment is never an act of moderation. You've got to get serious. If you're committed, man, you have got to get serious and you've got to shift some energy and you've got to get rid of some inertia and you've got to like make this stuff happen because if you want to go from selling 200000 a year to $2 million, is it possible? 100% it's possible. But you need to do some different stuff because the same habits that got you to two hundred and the same person that got you to two hundred ain't going to be the person that's going to attract the two million. So you've got to like shift yourself, have an extreme makeover, clean out all the debris and do a spring clean of your mind and your body, detoxify yourself, um, detoxify some of perhaps your relationships and, and acquaintances that are, that are pulling you down. Um, change your routines. We, you know, we're going to talk right throughout this year. We're going to be throwing tip after tip and, and you know, insight after insight to everyone every week this year um, around what are some of the things you can do. But you've got to do them. Listening to the podcast is not the be and all and end all. That just gives you some insights and hopefully yeah. some inspiration. But you've got to, you've actually got to go and do this stuff we're talking about. And hopefully, you know, people are going to do that. Okay. Um, to all our uh, listeners there. Um Tom Panos, John McGrath, we hope you have your best year ever.